Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, and welcome to The Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Barbara Ginty, and also a CFP, which is a certified financial planner, and the creator of the online financial classes, which can be found at www.planancial.com. And I'm here today with my guest, Taylor. Hello. And we are going to talk about her finances. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) So Taylor, give us an overview of what you make, uh, how you make it, um, so we can get an idea of, you know, your financial situation. Okay. So, um, thanks for having me. You're welcome. I am a elementary, um, teacher in New York state and I make 63,000 a year. Um, and that, no, that's sorry. good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you're, you're an elementary school teacher in the New York state school system. Yes. Which is great because you get a pension. Oh. The golden one, ticket. Yeah, the golden <laughs> ticket, exactly. No, most people don't get pensions. And for those of you who are listening who don't know what that is, that's after so many years of service with the same um, employer, and it's more common with uh, government and, and school districts, they give you money when you retire, a set amount mm-hmm. uh, for the rest of your life. Yes. Wonderful. Helpful. It's so <laughs> helpful. And most people don't get pensions these days. Yeah. So, and it depends on It what... depends on what tier you're in, exactly. usually. And so do you know what tier you are Tier six. Tier six. Okay. So that is then then going to change how they, every tier is different on how they calculate yes, your benefit. And okay. it's also when you started teaching in the public school system. Okay. So how long have you been in the system? Oh boy. It sounds like, a, like I'm asking you how long you've been in jail, Jeez. right? How long have you been officially in the system? <laughs> well, you know, it's all relative. No, that's so mean. Um, I started teaching when I first got out of college. So I would have to say... 2009, I think. Oh, yeah. Give me a rough estimate of your age. Some people don't say the exact number. They oh, say that's late. okay. I don't mind saying okay. I'm 31. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, so right when you graduated college, you went I, and did I your got first it. year. Yeah, I got a, t- a position, so I got in at that tier. And it's hard to get into the school's the oh, school yeah. district, right? Yeah, it is. And even if you start out as a substitute teacher, mm-hmm. you get into the system. Oh, so that counts as credit? It does. Okay. It's very minimal credit, but okay. it does get you in and locked into a tier. Okay. So that's... Is that how you got? Is that how you got in? A positive. Um, or did you get a full time position right out of the no, gate? No, I got a full time a leave replacement. So I got in. A teacher had left. Oh, and okay. I had done my student teaching in that school, so luckily I got in. Oh, great. Right away. Um, but that position didn't last. I mean, it lasted for the rest of the year. So I got into the system, and then I started substitute teaching afterwards. Okay. Because um, that position ended at the end of the school year. Because did, did that teacher come back, or are they just... Yeah, they did come back. Okay. Yeah, it was a, a medical leave replacement. Got it. So I got in, then I got out. <laughs> <laughs> I substitute taught for a while, um, and then decided to take a life break. Oh, a life break. Uh, yeah. I, I like went, life breaks. I went traveling. Um, oh, it's fun. Where did you go? I went out to the west. I went okay. to New Mexico and Colorado. Loved it there. And how long were you out there? On and off for about two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then did you teach out there? I did not. I tried okay. to. Um, but also the overall teacher salary out in those states are much lower. Oh, compared to New York? 
to New York State? Yeah. So I came back and all of my connections were here. So I came back and, um, so did you just like, were you, I would say Colorado made me ski bum. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, very yeah, nice. It was great. Like that's fantastic. If I, if I could live off of a nanny salary for the rest oh, of my na- life. Were you a nanny? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't, kids have to be. Well, you like kids, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we worked out. Teach little kids. <laughs> and skiing and all those fun things. Um, you know. So that's. That's great, though. So you got in, locked yourself in a tier. Mm-hmm. So you were officially in the system and had service credit. Yes. So you were tier six rather than being, I don't know, do they have tier seven now? Oh, probably. Probably. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know uh, off the top of my head. And then you took a break. I did. And then I came back and got back into the subbing. Now, did um, you, ha- you have to do you have your master's, right? I didn't have my master's then. Okay. I but got, is it required? It is in the long run. Okay. Yes. So I did get my master's. Um, and I finished that two years ago. Okay. So I'm set, set with my education. With your education component. Okay. But so, sorry to take you off on a tangent there. So two years out in Colorado, New Mexico, Mm -hmm. life break, not career position, just made money to survive and enjoyed yourself. Having fun before, you know, settling. Before settling into this (laughs) pension paying. Yes. Did it get, was it nerve wracking when you got the job and you're like, oh, I need to do this for 20 plus years to get the pension? Is that what? No, I think, well, this is a job that I've always wanted. So it's like, what else would I do? You know, I just got to like settle down and hunker down and know that um, I'm in a position rather than nannying that would set me up for the future. Perfect. Okay. So you came back after two years mm-hmm. and then got, you were able to get a full time. Um, I bounced around. Okay. I did, um, some subbing and then looking for jobs anywhere I could find one. I landed a charter school job. Okay. Um, now what's the difference between a charter school and the state school system? Many things, but long story short, your experience and your time being at a charter school does not add to. Doesn't count towards your pension, your no. credits, right? Right. Okay. It's, it's basically, it's almost like like a private school. You just, it doesn't add to, it doesn't accure time, um, to your pension, to the year years that would go into a regular public school job. Every year you're in a public school job, you bump up a level or some people call it like a stage or a step. Okay. They step you up salary wise, Mm -hmm. right? And then you get, and you get another credit for your pension. Right. And if you do change school districts, public school districts, um, you take that, those steps with you. They, they go with you. So when I got hired for the position that I'm at now, I started at step two. Okay. Because I had a year experience um, at my first job right out of college. Oh, great. That's yeah. fantastic. So that's... And they count those credits, right? When you your, your first year working out of school counted as one year towards your pension or about uh, yes. half a year. Yes. And then also if you have your master's degree, that's another step. Okay, so it's, a, it's an intricate system, but my year at the charter school did not count. Right, because that's that's almost mm. like going back to corporate America. Yeah, it's out of that system, out of that school right. system. So um, I'm really happy where I'm at, thankfully, and I feel really lucky. And hoping each year I'm like looking at that step, and I'm like, come on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so looking good. So how many years do you know how many years you need in your system to get the full pension? Have you looked at that? I mean, I know it's a ways away, but do you have an idea? it's 30. Is it 30 I'm pretty now? sure, yeah. I feel like some places it's it's usually between 20 and 30 years. Right, and it also depends on what you want to get out of it. Yep. 20 years, I think, gets you health insurance Okay. locked in, but you don't get your full, full pension. pension. Yeah, right. it's usually so many, usually the way they do it is a combination of how many years you have in the system plus how old you are. 
That's true too. Right. Yes. So, so 20 years from now, you'll be 51. Right. Which would be too young typically exactly. in a pension Exactly. I think system. it's like 65 or 68. I don't know. I feel like they keep. They keep pushing. Yeah. They keep pushing. <laughs> they do keep pushing it back. I feel like if you were tier one, it oh, was like geez. probably 55 in 20 years. Yeah. And now. I'm pretty sure you can't teach with like a walker. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll push it oh, down. They're geez. probably. It's good though because it'll it should align, which is I know so far away from now, but it should align with what your social security age right. would be, and then you'll have both of those. I mean, I'm definitely looking to put in 30 years, so that would put me at 60 since I started last year, and um, even beyond that. But perfect, yeah. and it's great to love your job. Yeah, I've, I'm really fortunate. So we don't have. I, I meet with besides the podcast. I meet with lots of people, and it's not. I would say it's like a 50-50 shot if the person's going to like their job or not. 50-50. Yeah, a lot, oh, a lot yeah. of people don't like, a lot of people don't like their job and are doing it because it pays the bills and they can get to retirement faster because yeah. of the income, but. Well, absolutely. I mean, you have to, I think that's something that I realized when, even, I'm glad I, I have this job, but before when I was like, free-spirited, I'm going to go wander <laughs> and realizing wandering doesn't pay the bills. No, that's true. <laughs> so, you know, and I remember my mother just being like, okay, I think it's time to go uh, do your career now. So <laughs> time to get that career position right. and work towards the, that end goal. Yeah. And school loans, when you're, when they're in deferment, you don't really have to think about them, but the reality is they're going to come and bite you. And yeah, especially if they're in deferment and accruing interest. Oh yeah. Did and you know I didn't realize I, when I, I was like, like having should... fun and figuring it's it right. out wasn't really thinking about it. And now I'm seeing all the interest rack up and my total loan amount. And I'm like, that's good thing I have a job. So yes, when you were out being free spirit, mm. you deferred them. And I'm sure they did not send you a like warning note being like, while you're deferring, we are still charging oh, yeah. you interest. They didn't like, I wish I got a letter that was like, congratulations on your life choices. Don't worry about your school loans. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're more like, good thing. Like, all right, take as much time off as you want. Because we're going to keep charging you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I have... Now, do you have school loans from undergrad and I your do. master's? I do. I okay. have... So, when you were taking a life break, you only were deferring your undergrad? I deferred it for a short period of time, but then I did realize that that was a mistake. So, I did... I continued to pay them. Oh, good. Um, I didn't defer them that long. Um, I have about $4,000 in my undergrad. Okay. Left, which... That's it's great. Nice. Yeah. yeah, you're doing a good job with it. Yeah, so that's, I feel like I'm dwindling that down to something reasonable that I can hopefully pay off in the next year or two. Um, and then my graduate degree racked up um, $25,000. Okay. So that's, so. that's the bigger one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So. Um, and do you know who has your loans and what interest rates you're paying and all that jazz? Oh, I do. Am I allowed to say? Yeah, you are definitely <laughs> allowed to say. Um, my undergrad is through Navient. Okay. And my um, graduate degree is through Great Lakes. Okay. And do you know where your interest rates are? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you write it all down oh, for I me? Did. Oh, oh I'm prepared. Did you listen to the other podcast? Yes, of course everything? I did. I had to know. Um, on my sticky note, okay. my Navient is um, 6.8%. Ooh. Mm. And my Great Lakes are in different increments. The highest is 6.2. Good. So you know that when they give you that one payment, it's not... It's usually not comprised of just one loan, but the right. So but three, but three. Yes, and some people have more than three. So it's oh, good that you gosh. looked. Yeah. So I and then I have one at five point eight, and okay. my last one's at five point three. Perfect. And the first one is at six six point two. Okay. And do you know how your payment is? So what are you paying a month for your loans? Um, I pay the Navian is at a hundred and about forty bucks. Okay. 
a month, and then the Great Lakes total to 310. Wow. Mm. Okay, so between yeah. 310 and 140, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's... So almost 500 a month. Yeah, when we really talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of money. It a is month. a lot of money. Because tell me, so you said your your gross salary is 63000 mm-hmm. And then, so what are you bringing home after the pension? And, uh, now you, are you and health insurance. Health insurance. And are you putting into the work retirement plan? Yes, I am. Okay, good. Um, my take home is about $3,000. $3,000. Maybe $3,200. A month. Um, yeah, a month. Okay, now do you get paid all summer? Or is this over 10? So there's two different options with teachers. You can get paid a 10-month salary yep. or technically a 12-month month salary. salary. The 10-month salary is a higher amount in each paycheck. Yep, but then you don't get paid all summer. Right. I opt for the 12-month. It's easier to budget, I would think. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm terrible at budgeting, so this, this is how I <laughs> Forced <budget>. budgeting. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, in June, so you get paid a lesser amount okay. in each paycheck, um, and then in June you actually get... A lump sum. Oh, and then for July and August. August. Got it. Okay. So, and that is how I budget for the summer. So you have that money and you're like, okay, I need this to last through September. Yeah. And last year it worked out really well. Oh, good. Because that's tricky. I used to, I actually had a job where I got paid monthly. Yeah. And I I found that to be tricky. Yeah. Because you get everything in the beginning of the month rather than. Mm -hmm. And it's a a good chunk of change. Um, It's a couple thousand dollars that I budget for. Like, once I get the check, I break it down. I'm like, okay, here's July. Here's right. August, and actually, here's covering a little bit of September. September because you have to start oh, back yeah. in the system before you get that first paycheck. Yes, so you have to just. I'm good at managing that in respect to knowing what my bills are. Okay, how to cover them, and then what's the and extra. how to break down the money. Yeah. Okay. So so about almost five hundred a month mm-hmm. in student loans. We round up. Yes. About four fifty, um, and then what other? What's your rent? Are you um, renting or? I am okay. renting. My rent right now is eleven hundred. Okay, everything is included. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Now, do you have roommates? I don't. Oh, but I live in a little one-bedroom apartment. Hey, that's, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. That's no off-street parking. Hello, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, so I found that place. Um, that's my current situation. My rent eventually will go up next year. Okay, because I'm moving somewhere else. But okay. everything being included has been helpful. Um, in the rent that I'm paying now. Okay, so you have eleven hundred. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, eleven hundred. Eleven hundred with everything included. Then we have the four fifty, give or take five hundred. Yeah. About five hundred for your student loans. Okay. And then what? Other, any other big bills? Yeah, I have a credit card payment that is about. How much is your credit card payment? My credit card payment, I, I round up, so I, I pay about hundred. Yeah. yeah. I pay about a hundred a month in that. Okay, and how much is on that? Do you know? Mm. Oh, my parents are gonna listen to this. This is terrible. No, we don't have to. <laughs> don't tell them. Don't tell them. Oh, yeah, I don't already told them. them. I think oh. this is hilarious. Oh. Um, it's going to be. Uh, it's about three grand. Okay, so three so, grand. Yes. And was that from like a vacation or something fun, or do you know? Um, or no. an emergency. Yes, an emergency. Emergencies when I have no money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of funds. Right. Okay. Um, so that's just under $3,000. Okay. And do you know what the interest rate is on that? No. That's a good one to look to. So, okay. No. Okay. Most people don't look. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Ignorance can be bliss. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, so you want to look at that one too. You want to see what your interest rate is on that because maybe what you could do on that one 
is depending on what the interest rate is, you could always try and transfer it to a 0%, mm-hmm. and then you'd be able to pay it off a bit quicker depending on what that interest is. Because okay. that interest could potentially be higher than what you're paying on your student loans. Oh. I know. just depends on what card it is. Capital One. Capital One. I don't know their no rate. hassle. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go through my brain and see what the rate is. Okay. No, I don't, I don't know that one off the top of my head. But it's better than, to be honest, it's better. The ones that are really, really high usually are the retail ones. Oh, yeah. I avoid those so, Okay, good. Costs. Good, yeah. You yeah, definitely no, want I don't to avoid those. Okay. I'm like, oh, you could sign up and get 10%. It's like, no, no, no. No, you're no, no. You're charge me 25. Listen, I, I fall for a lot of things. Those I don't fall for. <laughs> That's good. A lot of people fall for those. Okay. But yeah, so take a look at the, that credit card and see what your interest rate is. It's okay. just a good idea to see, because like with your student loans, maybe you put an extra, rather than rounding up to 500, maybe put a little extra on the credit card. Got it. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. okay, so credit card, student loans, rent, and then... And last thing is, I bought a car. Oh. So. Well, you're now, so just so we cl- we're we clear for the listeners, but you're not in the city, so a car not. is necessary to get back and forth to work. It is. I'm in the Hudson Valley, so you basically have to drive... Everywhere. You have to drive everywhere. Yeah. There's very little so, walking. Mm, oh, no. And um, so I bought a car in uh, October, okay. and it, I bought it for about $20,000. Okay. So I really lucked out on it. Um, now, did you put money down on I it? did not. Okay. Um, I went through... Finance. Financing deal? I went through a federal credit union. Good. I go through for, the... for, so for people who are listening, credit unions are different than banks because credit unions yes. are non-for-profit. Yes. I am a member of that bank. Well, one, you're <laughs> a member a customer. That, yeah, you're a member of that credit union, <laughs> right. which is very different than being a customer of a bank. And so they usually yeah. have really good deals on car loans. They and do. It's always, if you are investigating getting a loan, it's always a good idea to take a look at a credit union if you um, are a member or consider joining a credit union to oh, see what they offer. Oh, it was so worth offer. it. Yeah. And I, the interest, which I'm looking up right now on my car, was much less than um, if I had gone to a regular bank. Oh, definitely. So um, that was something when I was yeah, shopping around. I was so daunted by the whole car buying experience. That was something that helped out a lot, um, knowing that the Federal Credit Union was right there. And they were very helpful. That's great. Yeah, I, I really always urge people to take a look at credit unions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, not everyone... I would always suggest that. And they also, the dealership, they were willing to help me finance, but that's also another free. Yeah, that's an, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. So I owe um, just under $18,000 on the car. Okay, great. So. And then, so what's your monthly payment on that? My monthly payment is two ninety three. Perfect. And I pay $100 a month in car insurance. Okay. So that's another $400. And I think we had chatted a little bit before you we started when we were getting the audio set up, but you have it set up really efficiently with your pay. Yes. So what do you do? Um, I have my paycheck um, go into two different bank accounts. Perfect. Not split evenly. I have um, $300 each paycheck. I get paid twice a month. Okay. Go into the Federal Credit Union account, and that specifically pays for the car and the insurance. That's wonderful. Yes. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I did that because just to have that off my plate because I'm, I'm... paying the school loans anyway. With, right. And just to know that, that And that's auto pay, right? Yeah. So it goes right on your paycheck, mm-hmm. right in that account, auto pay, no issues. No, not so far. That's no. great. That was a good idea. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. <laughs> I like that a lot. Then you don't have to worry about that. So in terms of budgeting, what you have coming in, about 3000 a month, we have 1100 going out for rent, 450 500 going out for student loans, about, so almost... And then 400, 400, for 400 for the car. 400 for the car. Um, so you have about a thousand dollar wiggle room for the rest of the month. 
Does that sound about right? Yeah, somehow that seems more than what I actually feel. feel like. It feels like less. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you also probably have a, do you have a cell phone? Oh, yeah, I have, yes. Yeah. My lovely, That's another one of those Oh, yeah, my lovely smartphone costs me 130 bucks a month. I know, they're so expensive. So expensive. Do you know, you do pay for cable. That's another bill that people... I don't. Good, thank goodness. I, so that's a bill that can be surprisingly expensive. Yeah, I, lo- I uh, happily share that with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I think they know that. <laughs> Could you just log into their, oh, their yeah. account? Oh, that's and I, I mean, honestly, I feel like where the world is going right now just in technology like you don't have to have a cable bill I mean you, the internet is the right part of it. um but if you can get away with it um and my internet's included in the rent that's fantastic yeah it's is it like for the whole building I or? live in a an old house okay and the house is split into two and my landlord is there part-time and so he uh, has internet so anyway uh-huh so that's fantastic yeah it's a it's a good situation that I'm in um so I don't have to worry about that bill. Because internet, yeah, usually if they're you're not getting the cable, they kind of really right. They creep up the internet price. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. So um, it works out to just kind of stream in off my laptop whatever Perfect. I want to watch. Whatever you want to watch. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so big the big bills are car, which all necessities. So your car, your rent, it covers everything, including mm-hmm. internet, which is amazing. Um, your student loans, a little bit of a credit card. Yeah. So I think like if I had the really break it down I think my take home for groceries and fun yep. is maybe like 800 800 that sounds about right yeah so about 200 a week give or take yeah which is not a lot right now oh also, man you, now really breaking it down I know, that's true because now you have gas too yes and I commute right so I oh geez I think my car I fill up my gas tank every six days okay and so that's 30 bucks right at the moment um so do you feel strapped or do you feel like you're making it How's it feel? I'm just making it. Just, I'm living on the line, man. You're really living on the edge. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes. Does it stress you out? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, but, and I have such good taste. I love good wine and I love good food. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love going out. Um, but. Have you j- thought about doing anything to maybe like get an extra 100 or $200 a month? I have, but I also love my time. I mean, I really, teaching, I'm so tired by the end of the day, and my weekends are so precious that I know a lot of teachers have second jobs. I'm fortunate enough that I can get by without having one. You're just getting by, right. Right. So uh, I'm trying to avoid it at the moment. Okay. (laughs) Do you want me to pick up a second job, Barbara? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying you need to pick up a second job, but what I'd like to do, because we always like to do um, for certain folks that come on a six-month follow-up. Oh, yeah. So I'd like to take a look at your loans and see if we could tackle them a little bit sooner. It seems like you're making good progress because you knocked off most of your undergrad with only have 4000 left on that. Yeah. And then you have the twenty five, give or take, for your grad school. So I'd be interested to see, because now, what type of teacher are you? I'm an art teacher. Ooh. So do you ever sell any art or anything on the side? I have in the past, and that's definitely a possibility. That's not <laughs> Oh, Barbara. That's a lot of time. I mean, in any job, in any, making any money, um, you know, you have to put in the time. Oh, absolutely. And time is money. Time is money. So, I mean, honestly, like... But you're now... So you said you get automatic bumps. So next year you're going to get a bump. Is that yes, correct? I get a $2,000 bump. Oh, okay. Perfect. So maybe what so we... So in can, six months. Uh, so maybe what we can do is see how we use that that bump because what I'd love to see you do is get rid of that if we can get rid of your credit card that extra hundred bucks a month can go towards a principal only payment on your student loans that's true and that would make a big difference yeah that's 
that could be significant. Yeah, that would be. It will be significant. I would really love to get rid of the credit card. I think the key is going to be seeing if you can do a balance transfer. And sometimes they charge you for that, but then it gives you 12 up to 18 months of 0% interest. So that monthly payment you're paying on the credit card will go so much farther because you won't be paying interest. You'll just be paying what you owe. Yeah, because the interest is insane. Yeah. I mean, like if I give 100 bucks, I'm really like, how much am I giving that in interest? More than half. Oh, definitely. And it just depends on what the interest rate is. You could be doing 100 bucks a month and only 80 um, is 80 is covering the interest and 20 bucks is going towards the, the principal amount. Yes. So that is what I say. I think it's great that you get these bumps. Now you said your living situation is going to change. It is. I'm <laughs> so this whole, uh, conversation about having internet included is, you know, it's going... only good for, it's a temporary, <laughs> it's expiring yeah. soon. As we talk about that and you know, everyone's like, Oh man. Um, I'm that's gonna... like the dream. Oh yeah. Well, the dream is coming to an yeah. end. <laughs> I am moving um, this summer into an apartment that... Oh, this summer? That's soon. Yes. So in six months when we catch back up, things will be different. Um, I'm moving into an apartment that is going to be $1,200 a month Okay. with utilities. Not included. Not included. Okay. Right. So it's going to be a... It's a step up in terms of where I'll be living. Okay. Is it going to be closer to work? No. No. It's going to be farther. (laughs) Okay. So I'll be getting gas probably every, like, five days. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> but I'm making the move um, with the intention of moving in with my boyfriend. So actually, oh, okay. that's going to... Ooh. Right. So... Ooh, I like this. No selling, no, no selling art on the <laughs> side. <laughs> right. Oh, I have big plans, actually. <laughs> I'm saving money, Barbara. Um, but that's not okay, until so the summer. That's not until the summer. Okay, so perfect. So in the summer, when you guys move in together, so it's going to be 1,200 plus utilities, but you're splitting it? Yeah, it's going to be something like that, yeah. Ooh. So. And you're getting actually, a raise. And I'm getting a raise, and then I can pay off the credit card. Yes. <laughs> oh, I really like this. Because you could, if you could get that to a 0% APR card, and then it's not accruing interest between now and the True. summer, and then yeah. when you move in and you save, you're going to save, let's say, roughly, what, 500 a month? Uh, yeah. Hopefully. You could knock off that credit card in a couple months. And then I need that out of my life. Yeah, that needs to get out of your life. Right. You don't want you dragging that credit card around with you forever. No, because that one hundred dollars a month. I mean, in the end, I'm never actually seeing. You're not. It's the credit card to go down. No, no, it's not making it. It's not doing anything. I, right, and then in the emergencies that I need, you know, I'll put like gas on that card. Like it's just so stagnant, um, and a little shadow. Right, and you don't want to be paying interest on gas. No. No. I know. Or on food. It's because yeah, it's for emergencies. It's for emergencies. <laughs> so here, I have an idea. So okay. I think when you move in with the the boo, um, that's about when we'll do our six month follow up, it seems like. Okay. Yeah. Give, give or take. Perfect. Okay. So look into maybe doing a balance transfer on that credit card. Okay. So that at least it's not accruing interest between now and then. Mm-hmm. And then once you move in with him, you're not gonna increase your lifestyle quite yet. I know, no. sad face, but um, but we could get rid of the credit card. Right. We could maybe take what you're putting on the credit card and put that towards a student loan, like an extra 100, 150 bucks. That'll make a big difference on the student loan. And we'll go after yeah. the highest interest one first. And then you'll get more money back in your budget, but you'll have, you'll have knocked away the credit card. You'll be making more progress on your student loans. And right. then what you could even do if you wanted to suck it up a little farther, a little more. I know you're looking okay, at me like crazy girl. 
What uh, are you going to say? You could even just establish an emergency fund. So for the first six months after you get rid of the credit card, you could save an extra $400 a month that you'd be saving. So live on your same yeah. budget for the first six mm-hmm. months of living together okay. and then put that in the bank. And so then if there's an emergency, you have 2000 sitting in cash, 2400 Oh, I totally cash. need that. Because I, in the back it, of my mind, it, if there's an emergency or the car breaks down or right. anything, I have like $500 to cover my butt. And that's scary. Right. So, and I don't, I don't, I don't have the emergency credit card at the moment to back me up on that one either. Yeah. So. Okay. I so I love the idea of moving in with the boo. Yeah, this is too. a game, game. Well, it'll be super <laughs> fun, but it'll also be a game changer financially. I hope so. I think, so. I, I think so. Yeah, it would be. And, um, Getting rid of the credit card, tackling the Navient, which is the highest, highest yes. loan that I $100 have. $100 more a month on that, or even 150 will make a big difference. Now, when, so after talking to friends about student loans, yeah. if I pay off a student loan, though, they don't technically close it half the time. <laughs> and that is infuriating. So it's almost like, what's really the point? Um, yeah, they're the worst. Um, mm. My last podcaster guest, Natasha. Called them the evil empire. Oh, jeez. But I 100% agree. I think they're evil. Well, they don't... So I was talking... You know, Natasha, the same... I kind of have the same feeling about Navient. And um, I see it as, what's the point in paying it off? Because they're not going to close my account. And I'm still... They'll say, okay, just... I'll still look for your interest. No, no. So what we're going to do is we're going to focus on paying that one down so that you pay it off. Once you pay off the entire amount and you have a zero balance, they can't have you accrue interest. Okay. But I know what you're saying because... scary mess. (laughs) Never goes away. (laughs) Always with me. Right, the boogeyman. The boogeyman, Navian just follows behind me always. (sighs) No, so what happens is when you're making these payments now, it doesn't feel like because the interest rate is so high and the, the way they're applying the interest and the principal amount Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like you're making progress so it's still accruing interest and it doesn't feel like it's going down but if we put a little bit more money towards it which we can once you have a little more money in your budget with Mm -hmm. moving in with the boo and the raise you'll see the effect of that payment because what we'll do is we'll make your regular monthly payment which is principal and interest and then we're going to make a separate payment that's principal only right and then that will help it reduce and then once you get that tackled it's almost like a waterfall effect or a domino effect. So once that one falls and we get rid of it and it's zero, mm-hmm. then we take the money you were paying towards that one and apply it to your next highest interest rate. Okay. And then you'll see the progress faster. So I think that this big life change you have coming up with the moving in and getting the raise will make a big difference in the budget. And so we can get you an we can get you all the fun things I like to check off for people. So we can get you an emergency fund. Oh, perfect. I'm glad I'm you're excited because so, most people this is hate hardcore that idea. adulting. I'm like, oh, you're really hi. adulting. <laughs> Most people hate the idea of an emergency fund. They're like, well, it doesn't make any money. I'm oh, like, no. I think it's, like, a, honestly a stress reliever. Just knowing that you have a small, even a small cushion. A small, it's, exactly. So then you're driving and, oh, my God, the car breaks down. You're not like, and how do I get it off the I side know. of the road? I have no money. My only problem would be making sure I don't touch that money for, well, like, so, a flight to, like, the Caribbean or something. Right, right. So I think, <laughs> yeah. So I think out of sight, out of mind is, would be a good idea. Okay, so that's better. So kind of like how you have it set up now where your car payment and your your uh, yeah. insurance goes right out of your paycheck as a separate pay payment into a separate account, I would do the same thing for the emergency fund. And it's really, that to me is, that has been ideal because I, I do have a debit card for that account, mm-hmm. but I don't carry it with me. Perfect. So it's really like, I can't touch it. So I would use, I would do that for your emergency fund. I would set up mm. another, you can probably set up another line oh, yeah. in there. And yeah. then I would have, once you move in and you start in September, I would have, we'll configure out the amount, but like three or 400 goes right in there. And then three or four hundred, maybe like a hundred. Oh, emergency fund. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of money. 
Okay, two fifty. Okay. Okay. Meet, meet me in the middle. I say four, you say one, we'll do two. Two. Okay. okay. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's better to have something than nothing, and you can always oh, work I totally on it. agree. But so I think what we should do is I think we should definitely do a six month follow up. Okay. And then at that point you'll have moved in with the boo. Mm-hmm. And, and things I, will be much different. My numbers will hopefully be. This is great. Changed. Yeah. I'm better. excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. Because I was really before you said that you're moving in with the boo. I was going to say maybe maybe sell some art on the side and get an extra couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Or you were going to say move in with a roommate and that wasn't going to. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I swear. I. <laughs> I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> Why don't you take up a roommate? No, no I was just going to say maybe sell some art inside, but I think that you, you have really good income. It's just about making sure we get rid of the credit card, tackle your student loans a little bit, and get you an emergency fund. So then that way it never goes back on a credit card. Absolutely. But you're doing a great job. Thank and the you. fact that you have a pension, oh my gosh. Yes. You're... Yes, looming in my future. You looming uh. in your future. It just means at the end of the at the end of your career, you have that extra bonus, that extra money coming in. And what yeah. I've seen a lot with teachers retiring, um, and obviously they were different tiers, but generally with their social security and their pension, they did they could survive on just that without their own yeah. savings. Not to, I, I still want you saving, but which I intend to do. I think um, something also that has kind of triggered this newfound, you know, let's be financially responsible, um, <laughs> Taylor is that once you hit like thirty you realize like it's not that far away and I really do want to set myself up so that I am financially stable so that I'm not stressing out right um, and I, I just feel very fortunate that I can do that um absolutely and as you said that I have you it would be great once we get all these other little things tackled to be able to say okay that 200 a month now that we've got the emergency fund the student loans are under control that 200 dollars a month is really for a flight every year oh yeah Right? Okay. I mean, yeah. that would be the dream. <laughs> that's that's the main goal. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing a great job. Thank you. So I definitely think we should do the six-month follow-up. Okay. Do you have any other questions for me? I think we have tackled all of them. I think we've tackled everything. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. I was worried that I was going to, you know, at the end of this, I'd feel so exhausted. But I actually feel uplifted over um, this plan that we have. Oh, good. I'm glad. That's my whole goal is to demystify money and make it easier because it doesn't have to be that complicated. I just think that no one explains it. Right. And it's so scary if you just ignore it for a while. It is. (laughs) It's better not to ignore it. Right. So trying to understand it and going through it step by step and breaking it down, um, in the long run, it just, it is peace of mind. Good. I'm glad. So that's my goal. Well, thank you for being on the show, Taylor. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And once again, this is the Financial Podcast. If you'd like to uh, learn more, we have an online class that can be found at www.planancial.com. We have a whole section on student loans because, as we talked about, they can be the evil, evil empire. Watch out. Yeah, watch out for those. <laughs> so we have a whole session on student loans and how you can tackle them. So thanks for joining us. Thank we'll see you, you next time. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.